0: This is the MMA takes podcast. MMA takes podcast. With your host, Brian Petrie. Petri. Oh. Uh, what's going on, guys? Not a not a usual. Now I'm just. Uh, listen, I'm down in the dumps. There's no doubt about it. I'm down in the dumps. I'm uh I I, I I use the word depressed lightly because I know there's people, uh, a lot of people in the world that deal with real deal depression where they take their own lives. They want to harm somebody. Obviously I'm not at that point. So I, I don't want to misuse the word, but there's definitely levels of depression and I'm in the throes of some of it right now. For sure. It's been literally what one week without fights, right? We had the Brasilia show. There are supposed to be the London car this weekend, but I don't think it's the week of no fights. I think it's the upcoming weeks of no fights, right? Like, I really don't want to talk about coronavirus because that's all you guys fucking get you hear about you get slammed with it and you're supposed to be listening to this as an escape. But when it's on everyone's mind and it's affecting what we do here, it's hard not to talk about it, you know, Um, but it's, you know, we're we're talking eight weeks. We're talking four months. We're talking nine months, whatever it is. Uh, I mean, listen, I know it's for the safety of everyone and, and we'll get through it. I'm not worried about that. However, you know, I I mean, I, I need sports, guys. I mean, I love fighting. Don't get me wrong. I love MMA. I love UFC. I love everything. There was Cage Word Show Friday. I watched it. it. Just made me sad. I've been trying to watch some old fights, trying to prep for this podcast. It just makes me sad, right? Uh, not a huge NBA fan, but I watch it when it's on TV. I love sports, any kind of competition. I'm a competitive guy, alpha male. Uh, uh, love football. Love, um, uh baseball in the beginning when the reds are doing good it's 182 games though so it's it, it's hard to keep up with that but uh or is it 162 162 games is that what it is uh either way i uh i'm gonna i'm missing it right now right so the the M- i have no idea how the mlb will complete their season nba is probably done not a college basketball guy that got pushed back now they're threatening football to get pushed back the only thing i'm looking forward to is in the coming weeks is the NFL draft cuz we'll get to Tony Khabib. I know that's technically still happening. We'll talk all about that, but this episode, you can go ahead and turn this off now if you don't want to listen cuz this could be a lot of rambling, right? A lot of my thoughts. I'm going to cover things on MMA, I'm going to talk about uh the podcast in whole and just, you know, just sit down and enjoy the ride, guys. You know what I mean? If you want to. Um but yeah, I'm 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 getting upset. Okay. So I was, I was going to go a little silent. I was going to, you know, Devin's been texting me wanting to do shows where we watch old fights, and it's kind of hard to do because he wanted to record them on Skype, and it, it, it kind of gets tricky, and, I, and I'm not super familiar with that yet. Also, the copyright things, like UFC has nothing to do right now. If I put anything up UFC-related, I'll get my shit taken down so quick. So it's tricky, right? Like we could watch fights and comment on it like Rogan does, the fight companion, and I have done that before. And we'll talk about that later in the show if I should do it again. Um, but I just told him, I said, man, I'm just, I'm in a funk right now, right? It's been like, really, it's been two weeks since everything got canceled, right? So we're dealing with that. And uh, I'm one of the fortunate ones to still be working, I guess, if I'm if I'm fortunate, because I have, I guess, a better chance of getting it. But, you know, luckily, uh, I haven't contracted it yet. But Devin's been kind of rallying me, saying, let's just distract it. Let's just put out podcasts. And I just I just haven't been into it. But... It's therapeutic. I've told you guys that before. Sitting down in front of this microphone is therapeutic. And, uh you know, this is why this one of these episodes this isn't going to be very structured. It's just going to be some random thoughts from a random dude. You know what I mean? Some fucking crazy, crazy stuff. I mean, I do have some things written down that we can talk about. Uh, Dana White has some good good things. And we'll talk about Tony Khabib, which is the only thing on my mind right now. I have watched some old fights in the past. Seventy-two hours, and we'll talk about those, and then um, we'll just we'll just go from there. I'm getting like a little echo in my headphones. There. Is that it? Mm, I don't know if I fixed it. Oh well, who cares? Fuck it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. You remember that? I need like a, a recliner in this thing because I'm like kind of lounging right now on my chair because you know I'm loose. I'm not really, um, I'm not really uh, you know focused on like hitting certain benchmarks in the podcast. And I apologize for that. So, uh, what, what do you want to talk about? Like I have things written down here, guys. I have some, uh, some stuff, I guess we'll get the Corona out of the way. So I've been following this intently, obviously like the rest of America has, you know, there's been all these different timelines. We'll get two things out of the way. Cause I have something at the end of the show that I, or not the end of the show. I have something written down here at the end of my notes. We'll go ahead and get this out of the way too. So the nationwide media is the absolute worst. The absolute worst. They're fear-mongering, clickbait fucking idiots. Stevie Ray. This is a memory. Really, Stevie Ray, UFC fighter, daughter. had a uh, There was a picture of her in a coma, like, you know, medically induced coma. And uh, they used that. Bloody Elbow, I think it was. I think other publications did as well. They used that as the headline for an article. Stevie Ray tells uh, whoever to take coronavirus seriously, daughter in coma. And Ray Borg commented like, hey, that's a really fucking misleading headline. I didn't even click on the thing. I was like, this is a little girl hooked up to breathing machines and shit. I don't want to click on it, right? I, I, I can't handle that shit. That, that upsets me too much. So I finally click on it. They hadn't changed the headline yet. They have since changed the headline. So Stevie Ray's daughter does not have coronavirus. She is not currently in a coma. She is or has a, a, a seizure problem. And one of her seizures put her in a coma a year or so ago. And now they've since left Scotland and went went kind of away to get away from the general population. And she's doing just fine. She has no coronavirus. She's not in a coma for coronavirus. But the article made you seem like she was in a fucking coma from this coronavirus. It's you know, and that's just MMA media alone, right? That's and that's what nationwide media is doing. There's a video or a picture on World Star of a, a reporter outside of a let's say a hospital courthouse. I'm not really sure where she's outside of. Full hazmat gear. Mask, gloves, everything. And then the cameraman and I guess like producer behind her are in regular street clothes. Like why is she hazmat up when the regular... If the if the cameraman and the producer doesn't need to be on it, why does she have to be in? It's I've never ever paid attention to politics. I'm not a political person. Never really paid attention to media. I mean, I watch local news. That's about it. I want to know what happens in my area and some of the big shit that happens across the world. But other than that, I don't get involved. Now... You have my undivided attention. And I, you know, this is nothing new. People have been saying this for years. I guess that's just now woke. Kids call it woke. I'm woke on this fucking media fear-mongering shit, right? They want to put people in panic. Not saying the coronavirus isn't real and it's it's definitely a threat. It's definitely harming people. It's very infectious. I'm listening to experts who don't have an agenda. I'm not saying that, but there the CBS came out with, oh, well, if you have digestive problems, you're more prone to coronavirus. What? 90% of America has some sort of digestion problem. It's the most common problem American and people in the world have. And you're going to put that out saying, and run it with numbers or whatever. You know, you don't know where they got these numbers from. And then now today they put out a doctor said on a, a real medical journal said, losing your sense of smell and taste is not uh, a symptom of coronavirus. And now CNN put out, well, it may be a symptom of coronavirus. People lose their sense of smell and taste all the time for for allergy reasons, right? This is a big allergy time of the year. Cincinnati is starting to turn spring; it's starting to get warm up. People's allergies. My wife is riddled with allergies, and she constantly has a stuffy nose, blown her nose. They're trying to fucking scare people, right? And what? And they want to They want you to stay at home, and they don't want you to overwhelm the healthcare system, right? Which is one hundred percent true. You shouldn't do that, like, right? but. When you get hypochondriacs and you get people with panic disorders, you get people with sitting at home with nothing to do, and they go, oh, I've had diarrhea yesterday. I might have coronavirus. And what do they do? They go and they fucking go to the hospital and overwhelm that system because you're telling them that that might be a, a symptom of coronavirus. I've had diarrhea once a week for like five years. So I've ha- have I had coronavirus for five years? It's just a complete joke. And people who get really bad allergies, who lose their sense of smell, taste, whatever, they're gonna read that and they're gonna go, oh, I might have it, right? Because everyone's panicking, everyone's freaking out. They want tests done. They want, you know, tests are limited supply. We gotta flatten the curve. We gotta help the people that need it. Yet you're putting this shit out so people can freak out about it, right? So you, so people can click on it and go, shit, I lost my sense of smell. Oh wait, my nose is stuffed up. I got a little bit of a, a cough. Well, oh, I had diarrhea the other day. Not to mention, you probably ate something bad. That's probably the reason you had diarrhea. Or if you're like me that has a digestive problem that has diarrhea all the time, uh, then you know you click on that and you start to worry a little bit. But I'm not I'm not baiting into this, right? The, the the first symptoms that came out were cough, fever, shortness of breath. Don't have any of those, right? I wouldn't go to the hospital even if I did. The only way I'm going to the hospital is if I was on fucking death door, couldn't breathe, needed a ventilator. That's literally the only way I'm going. Because there are people out there, older people, people who are battling cancer or people who had cancer, who has compromised immune systems that need that shit before I do, right? I'm relatively healthy. I got, a, I had a few hiccups here and there, could lose some weight, you know, all that shit. But the fear-mongering that they're doing is crazy. I've never paid attention to media before, and now I'm... Uh, my ears to the ground, I'm going on CNN, I'm going on Fox News, I'm going on MSNBC, I'm going getting my information from Twitter. And it's crazy how much misinformation's out there. It's also crazy how the media is kind of thriving right now. They're getting so many clicks that besides where I work and Amazon and stuff like that, they're making a lot of money off this. You know, 24-hour news cycle, it's constantly on. You can't get away from it. And um, yeah, so my thought, I, have a, I, I, I work with a buddy who makes bold predictions. He's kind of a conspiracy theory guy. I wouldn't really say he's full-blown doomsday, but a little bit. He's made some very bold claims here in the past few weeks that have not become right. My prediction is, and this is fairly educated prediction, just because I've been watching the cycle, right? Election year, right? Come in November, this is an election year. A lot of people think the media is blowing it up out of proportion to hurt Trump. I don't, you know, I don't know. I'm not a Trump guy. I'm not a politics guy. I'm a nobody guy, right? I'm a realist kind of guy. Um, and that very well could be true. I'm not dismissing that. That could be true. I don't, I don't know enough facts. Um, I haven't been following that enough, but my prediction is in, you know, everyone's giving these numbers. It's going to be around for 18 months. We're going to see, we're not going to see a significant change until four to nine months, right? Right. Uh, 15-day quarantines, everyone shut down for 30 days, everyone's throwing these numbers out. Each state, each whatever has different numbers. I think within the next two or three weeks, our numbers are gonna skyrocket, right? We're gonna cause Italy apparently is starting to come out on the other side of this thing, right? And we're and people always say, Well, Italy was out like a week ago or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Comparing the oldest country. The oldest population to the United States, and, a, and sixty million people on top of each other, with the oldest population to the United States—it's it's a little extreme for me. But with that being said, my prediction will be Trump in a couple of weeks will ask the American people under a certain age to go back to work, to resume work, and monitor your symptoms. Still wash your hands. Maybe the 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 crowding thing will will go away. Wash your hands, be mindful, practice social distancing, but we need to go back to work. You know, we have 160 million jobs. Let's say 30% of those people are affected by this. That's a lot of fucking people that are unemployed. We need to get back to work. We need to do what we do. We need to be Americans. And I think he's going to be like, I'm asking every American the rest of their lives to save America. Because people are fucking depressed, man. People are trapped in their house. People don't like it, right? I, I'm, I'm doing okay. I go to work. I am one of the people that are working right now. We're not going to get laid off anytime soon. Um, but, you know, I guess I'm fortunate enough to be able to provide for my family and go to work like some other people. A lot of people, if you work in an office, there's technology that allows you to work from home, which is good. But there's some people who are just shit out of luck, right? And uh, But that's my thought. That's my prediction. Everyone's giving bold predictions. That's mine. In a couple weeks, when we skyrocket in cases, because, and I think that's a good thing. The more confirmed cases, the better, right? Deaths are never good, but deaths are inevitable. They're going to happen, unfortunately, but that's just the number game. But the more cases we have, the better it is because that means more people are getting tested because the whole threat is you don't know if you're infecting people because some most people are asymptomatic. You don't know if you have it. So we spent way too long on that, but that's my thoughts. I think Trump's going to ask us in the midst, in mid-January, mid-January, mid-April, Right. That we're going to maybe have to start going back to work here. Right. And he's going to put stipulations on. He's going to put regulations on it. But I think that's, that's in the near future. Right. A lot of people think martial law is going to happen. It might. I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. I can't predict these things. My prediction is the last thing people want is martial law. A lot of people are convinced they want martial law so they can control us, which again, that's a whole nother thing that people believe in. That's why people own guns and whatnot. Cause you know, if the government tries to overthrow us or whatever, I don't know if that's going to happen. Italy was on a nationwide lockdown and they're still getting cases. So I don't know if a lockdown is, is necessary. Ohio has a shelter and home place, uh, which means, you know, basically it's the same thing as what it's always been. Restaurants are still open. Clothing stores and other places are closed, which is fine. um, As long as we have the essentials open, but that's my thought. I think we're going to be going back to work sooner than later. He's going to ask us to do it. It might be a voluntary thing. There's going to be some guidelines, some restrictions put in place. But um, I think in the next couple of weeks, we're going to get a serious uptick in cases. And I think that's a good thing because the more people you know that are infected, the more we, we can stay away from those people. You know what I mean? So drink button. I don't have a drink button yet. Sorry. All right. Enough Corona. We're done with it. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to delete it from my notes here <clears throat> just so it doesn't pop in my head anymore. Okay. So we got Corona out of the way. Now let's, let's get into, let's get into some real business. I got some podcast complaints. That's one of them that you can complain on me about that. So as you guys know, and if you don't like podcast talk, I'm sorry, I'm very into this and and this kind of goes in with, with what we're, what we're doing here. So I've been listening, consuming a lot of podcasts because you know, you just have the free time at home. You're tired of watching Netflix my, you know, for me, podcasts are the new books. <clears throat> Instead of laying down and reading a book, which is still fine. Go do that, right? If I want to get off Twitter because I'm tired of reading coronavirus, if I want to get off the internet, whatever, I unplug, I lay down and I'll put i pop my uh pop my headphones in, right? And I'll um I'll just listen to a podcast, right? Podcasts I haven't even listened to before. Podcasts I'm trying out for the first time. I just that's your way of reading a book. You're getting information, maybe some poor information, but it's almost like reading a book because you're listening to other people tell their narrative so i'm a big pmt guy part of my take uh shout out part of my take they're they're a great podcast i'm sure you've listened to, if you're listening to this you probably listen to part of my take <clears throat> number one sports podcast and other people do this as well most 90 percent of bars still does this right uh, some of their podcasts that are now being remote why the fuck does everyone have that blue yeti microphone i have a blue the company blue I have their um, microphone, uh, what is it, what is this fucking thing called, a mic boom arm, right, that holds the microphone that's on my desk, I love it, it's tube style, I used to have an old one that was all open, used to pinch my hand, so I bought this, right, this thing's junk, I hate it, I like the way it looks, but I hate it, right, not many other companies make a tube style, the blue microphone is absolute trash, and they all use it, and it sounds like they're talking in a fucking tin bucket, it sounds so fucking bad, Everyone has it. It's one of those things where Best Buy sells it, and it's easy, accessible, and everyone buys it. You plug it in your computer. It's awesome. When Devin was getting his microphone to, so our Skype interviews or interviews or Skype podcasts were better, He, uh, I told him, I said, get whatever you want. I even offered to buy him a microphone. Rode, a company I love from Australia, they have a little USB plug-in microphone, uh, sits on your desk, you talk into it. It, it got great reviews. I was going to buy that for him. He can just pay me back. Um. He's like, no, I don't want to do that. I'll just go I'll just go buy one. So I gave him my recommendations. All I said was, here's what I think you should get at Best Buy. Here's what you should don't get. Do not get a fucking Blue Yeti. Do not get a Blue Snowball. I think they're trash. And it confirms it because all these podcasts that I'm listening to now in the remote. Now, listen, I know Skype podcasts aren't going to be perfect. No one uses Blue Yetis when they're in a studio. This is Unsure Times or whatever. But there's so many better options out there. I know people are impatient. They probably don't care. Um, you know, they're gonna put out a scratchy, buckety fucking podcast, and people are still gonna listen. But there's so many better options, and it's driving me nuts listening to this. And then I went and I listened to Frankie Ecker's podcast with the guy, and I'm gonna act like I don't know him because it's like the cool thing to do. Like, oh, that one fucking guy. So yeah. The dude from the Jersey Shore, right? He dated Jay Wow from the Jersey Shore. His name's fucking Roger. I don't know his last name. Big fucking Guido Italian dude. Um, he was buddies with Edgar and all those guys. I don't know if he was on the... He wasn't on the Jersey Shore. He met her and dated her and they, they got married, had kids. I think they're split up now. But him and Frankie are boys. It's Todd Fraser, former Cincinnati Red. They're all Tom's River guys. They're all boys, right? Roger, big MMA guy. Big fucking oaf of a guy. Remember, there's a can't remember what uh what what one it was but he like knocks some dude out or whatever just he's just a fucking enormous italian dude right so him and frankie have a podcast called the tramp and the uh that's tramp and the tramp so frankie's the champ obviously right and then i guess roger's the tramp which i guess he's just piping bitches down i don't know he's a big guy he probably got a little bit of money you know girls want to bang him because he was with jay wow who's famous you know so possibly but i listened to their podcast and i couldn't like, I mean, Frankie's a lot, his personality's a little bit better than shit. I thought like Roger, like kind of host and Frankie kind of just, uh, you know, just talks whatever, like Roger hosts and Frankie, Frankie gears a conversation, right? Frankie's a little more, but I was listening to it audio and I go, I can't, this is just, this just sounds bad. Like what is going, what is their setup? I don't know. So I follow Frankie on uh Instagram. So this guy, and again, you might not know this, you might not care, The setup is so outrageous. So they're in the basement or whatever, and they're using ribbon microphones. The microphones that they're using is for like when you're playing guitars. Like you can use it for vocals. It doesn't sound great, but it's mainly to play an instrument so so that microphone can pick up the instrument. And they all got them on these, and I'm just like, oh my God, Frankie, you got a little bit of cash. There's so many better options. Like I don't know if they have a producer. I'm assuming... That Roger guy does everything because, you know, they're going to sell ads. They're going to make money. They got a famous guy on there. You know, they're going to make a little bit of money. Doubt they have a producer right now. They set up a camera and they talk into it. And I think, you know, whatever. But I couldn't believe it. I was shocked. Like Frankie, like I'm going to reach out to you, bro. And I'm going to tell you what you need because I love talking gear. I'm a gearhead. I'm a fucking addicted to it. And it sounds so fucking bad. And there's just, you don't, you, you can, and they're kind of expensive mics relatively, but he went to Best Buy and picked up three of them. I'm assuming Roger did because he's my Best Buy, but there's so many better options out there for you that are cheaper. It's going to make it sound a million times better. So Frankie, I know you're listening to this, bud. <laughs> Reach out to me because, ah, but I never realized how many podcasts sound really good and sound really bad. It's you appreciate the ones that sound good. And then you. The ones that sound bad are really noticeable, especially to me since I'm in the podcast game and my audio, my ears have really gone up to what sounds good and what sounds bad. Like not saying I have per- per- perfect production, but I will say, go find another podcast that's not sponsored by anybody that I, that runs out of their spare office. Tell me they sound better than me because they don't, right? I'll shut that down. Yeah, sure, I don't edit. Yeah, I drink in the microphone. Yeah, I clean my throat, but you're not going to find a fucking better podcast with better audio than me that isn't sponsored by ESPN and has a ton of money behind him. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. And uh, I be, I've been listening to Rogan. Man, Rogan is unbearable lately. I listened to the, the and I know he got drunk during the the most recent fight companion, um, the Brazil card, the last card. Eddie Bravo is a conspiracy theory guy, right? He, he runs rampant. And they're all smoking weed. They're all drinking whiskey. So, But he just won't let anyone have an opinion. Brendan Schaub agrees with everything Rogan says. They never disagree. Brendan's always on Rogan's side. Brian Callan, who I love, who doesn't know much about anything and just kind of blurts things out. They all shit on him. He takes it really well. Eddie Bravo's trying to tell stories and try to tell things or whatever and has opinion and Rogan goes, stop, stop, stop. Listen to the latest fight companion tell me it wasn't. I mean, listen, I'm not saying Eddie Bravo's the most... Uh, entertaining guy in the world, but Rogan was just shutting him down left and right. It was that was way more obnoxious than just letting Eddie go. Right? He's yelling at people for talking over each other. It's like you guys are drunk on whiskey, right? And you guys are watching fights. It's gonna get a little rowdy. People are gonna talk over each other in at moments. It's like we don't need Joe Rogan the fucking dad to yell at us to be quiet. You know what I mean? Like if it got out of control, sure. But I don't know. It just really rubbed me the wrong way. I, I haven't been listening to many of... I don't listen to his single podcast anymore, unless it's with a fighter I really, really want to listen to. Um, but I do listen to Companions, because I think the Companions are pretty entertaining. But he's getting unbearable for me, right? I just I just can't do it. Okay, so that's it. That was Podcast Complaints. YouTube channel is up. Um, I have two videos up. I have the Jellybean video, and I have the... Um, the top five UFC future champions, which which is pretty good. I, I like that video. My editing skills aren't 100% yet. Some of the editing is choppy, I'll admit. But I'm going to get better at it. And so I filmed I, last Thursday. <clears throat> I had to help Austin move in an entertainment center. It was huge, right? So I went over to his house. I vlogged the whole thing. And then I had to go get a Barmy Dream house for my daughter. <clears throat> and I was video. I, I had a little handheld thing. Uh, film myself with my cell phone. And I went over there, and I, the whole idea was, he needed help getting out of his car. I was going to lift it for him, whatever, have it videotaped, whatever. It was incredibly heavy, right? But I filmed all this, and I come home. I'm editing it. I look super fat in the edit. I'm like, oh god, I need to lose weight. Haven't been working out, been eating like shit. You know, my quarantine brain tells me, oh, you can eat. It's fine. Um, everyone's eating. Everyone's getting fatter right now. But my gym's in the garage, and I I, sh- I have no excuse. So I'm looking at it. I'm editing it. And I'm like, oh, I'm so fat. I edit this out. I couldn't lift the fucking box. I mean, I could lift it, but it was way heavier than I thought, so I failed. And I was like, you know what? That's really funny. Um, I, you know, went and had surprised my daughter the Barbie Dream House. Had to go to two different Targets. Had the whole thing filmed. Right? It was gonna be about an eight minute blog. Edit the whole fucking thing. I had uh, I had the um, uh, the uh, external hard drive plugged in my computer. My computer starting to run out of little memory because of all the apps I had on my phone or all on my computer. So I edit it. I put it all my. I thought I put it on my external hard drive. <clears throat> I go to save it. The thing crashes. Just spent two hours editing this fucking thing, ready to upload on YouTube. Crashes. I say, you fucking kidding me? All right, restart the computer. Boot up Final Cut. Gone. All right, Final Cut saves all your projects. Gone. It wasn't until about a day later I found out all those files were on my... Because I delete them off my phone because they were they were taking up spor- storage on my phone. So I deleted them off my phone. And when I delete things, it's a permanent delete. It, it doesn't go into the... It doesn't save it for 30 days or whatever the fuck it does. It, it automatically deletes. So the, the, the files were on my external hard drive, but they weren't edited. So I had to re-edit it. And I haven't done that yet. I was so fucking mad. So I have a vlog coming up. I'm going to do another video tomorrow... Um, and I'm, it's, it's a part of boredom, part of whatever. I'm probably gonna put out like two videos this week. Hopefully this will probably be the only podcast I do this week. So that's why I'm kind of getting out all my thoughts out and rambling a little bit <clears throat> because I'm not going to be pumping out podcasts with nothing to talk about. Um, but yeah, so keep uh, keep on the YouTube channel. MMA takes podcast. going to be hard to find. Go to my Instagram. MMA takes podcast. It's in the link in the bio. Go to my Twitter. You'll find the link on there. It's the, uh, it's the podcast logo is a logo on, on the, uh, on YouTube. And it's not the MMA takes podcast just MMA takes podcast. You'll find it. There's only two videos. I have like eight subscribers. It's, it's not a lot. I need more people to subscribe. I got more than eight listeners. I can tell you that. So all you people who are not subscribed, what are you doing? Just go do it. Okay. Just go do it. Just do it. All right. Oh. Big drink, big gulps. Nothing about the quarantine besides the fact that I'm getting fat and I'm not losing weight and I'm <clears throat> and I'm not working out and I'm eating like shit and I'm getting food delivered is my spending habit. So I'm very fortunate not to be out of work, right? I'm getting emails from every company you have, you know, from car loans to home loans to credit cards to your, uh, electrical payments to your water payments, whatever. They're like, Hey, we'll work with you. If you can't pay it, we understand we're not going to charge late fees. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. Uh, which is really cool. Right. I appreciate that, but uh, I'm fortunate enough to work that, you know, I'm going to be able to pay my bills. My wife is off for two weeks, but I think it's going to get extended. I don't think she's going to be back till May, but we're lucky enough in that situation that she, um, she makes enough money, uh, selling her, her Etsy shop. She's killing it with the Etsy shop. So we're really fortunate in that. But, um, but you know, so I told you about all the credit cards. I had them paid off. I bought headphones. I'm wearing them now. Very expensive headphones. Probably didn't need them. They sound great, but they're not life changing. I didn't need to spend the money I spent on them, but I did what I did. So another thing about me being vain is when I did the, um, I didn't film it, but when Devin and I do the, Skype interviews, We may, there might be a few, in, uh, in the future, we might put one pick, it might be like the YouTube pick, because I still want people to listen to podcasts, I don't want to put the whole thing on YouTube and not people listen to the podcast, so I want maybe just to film one pick, like our YouTube pick of the week when, when fights come back, so I was messing around with that, and him and I do the Skype interviews, and the way my laptop sits it's the, the, the camera on the laptop really gets the double chin, right? It really, it really accents it. So I wanted to get a laptop stand. So the same website that I bought the headphones, Sweetwater, shout out I love you. Um, the headphones, like two days later, I bought the stand. It was 40 bucks, right? It wasn't that big of a deal. So it, it, whatever. So then yesterday I was kind of, you know, going through some of the footage of what I filmed and I have just like a handheld little tripod thing that, you know, vloggers use or whatever. And then I go in Sweetwater. I'm just looking for, I don't remember what I was looking for. <clears throat> oh, I was looking for a, a microphone for the uh road has a little video mic that you plug into your iPhone and you get better audio, whatever. you know, Because I was going to do more vlogs and do more videos out and about when the quarantine ends. And I thought that was a good idea. And then this little mount, this little, the same thing I got, this handheld thing popped up. And it's like a DJI Osmo. And it's like motorized, right? And it's like a smart mount. So it like has software that you download. It can track your face. So like if you're in front of it and you're talking, and you're moving your head, the thing moves with you automatically. It's go look it up. It's got all the bells and whistles and they had two left. Right. And it was over a hundred dollars. Let me just say that over a hundred dollars under $200. And I'm sitting there and I go, well, I got one and I, I don't possibly don't really need it right now. I bought it. So three things within seven days. And, uh, um, <clears throat> I almost had the credit card paid off and now I don't. So what are you going to do? Right. What are you going to do? Spending habits. This is, this is what happens uh, when you get cooped up at home and you just want to buy stuff. And I always convince myself, well, oh, it's for, it's for creative purposes. I'm going to use it to be more creative and put content out there. And all that's true. Like everything I've bought. Well, besides the, the mount, the arm, excuse me, the, besides the desktop, um, laptop stand, because that's just for vainness. Uh, it, it, it will be for content, but you know, you know, and uh, I just need to stop that behavior, right? I'm okay. I'm not going to go bankrupt or anything, but quarantine's got my wallet going. right, 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 right. Because like, and like when things open back up and however long, right? Um, I'm going to be staring at these things like, why, did you, what, you know, did you need those headphones? Right? Like the, the tripod thing looks awesome. I'm hoping to bring more videos, right? If I could get past how fat I looked, at Austin's helping him lift that cabinet and still want to post it to you guys then I think I think I'm good. I think I'll, I can get past uh com- past most things. All right. So This is an MMA tip podcast for Christ's sakes. Oh, uh if you looked at my story this week, I didn't, I, I might put it um I might save it and put it uh on the actual Instagram. I found notes. I, I spring cleaned my office. I found a bunch of cables that I wasted money on over the years on eBay to figure out how to make calls before I got the, the Rodecaster. I found a sheet of what I made. Uh, uh, um, it was in between photo albums, a yearbook, and it was stuck between a photo album, a yearbook, and right next to my UFC, um, UFC 203 program that I bought in Cleveland. Uh, it was a notepad, like a big, thick notepad I think my wife gave me. I it had show notes from the very first show I did, and that was pretty embarrassing because it was just, I mean, I broke all the rules that I made for myself, which is kind of funny. Okay, so let's get into some MMA, right? MMA is why you're here. It's why I'm doing a podcast. I keep hearing a little bit of hum diggity. Let me turn that down a little bit. No more hums? Nah, still hums. All right. Um, sorry for breathing the mic there uh bu- 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 bu. all right okay so I, I don't know if I can find the direct quote anyway uh I so I've been watching some fight past some UFC was on for 11 hours I believe 11 hours on uh Saturday on ESPN they were playing some of the classic fights fights that we've all seen that we all burn in our brain see I'm not gonna this could be this is gonna sound like a brag it's not a brag my memory is is pretty good. I, I absorb information really well, especially the information I care about. So it's hard for me to watch old fights because I, I can remember them like crazy, right? It, you know, and I, I want to be entertained. It's also making me sad because I'm watching old fights. I'm like, well, I don't know when the fuck I'm going to get new fights. You know what I mean? Some fights are more memorable. Some fights maybe I skim through or whatever. Maybe I can go back and watch those if I can remember which ones they were. The big fights, so I can remember everything that happened, right? I You know. And so anyway, I want to go back and I wanted to watch some fights and I and I got to a few and that's something we're going to talk about a little later. We can talk about it now since we're just not we're running on a weird format here <clears throat> is to keep the podcast afloat for however many weeks. Um I did a flashback uh, podcast where I watched a fight and commented on it. You know, I I picked five fights, five classic fights and I just commented a- along. Problem is, is I can't use any video. I can't use any very small of audio because UFC will take me down. They're very copyrighted oriented. Can't really do a video on YouTube of it because, again, I can't really show fight footage. Like If you know Robin Black, that guy breaks down footage and he gets pulled from YouTube all the time or pulled from Instagram, whatever. Can't really use fight footage. So it, it, it kind of is hard. But Rogan does it where he'll be like, okay, here's the start of the round, fall along. And I'll be solely commenting on the fights. Like, so I have two fights written down that I would like to do. We won't talk about those today. But I went back and I watched some fights, and in, in in some surprised, some very surprised with some of the performances. Number one, Alex Volkanovsky. Like, <clears throat> I commented when he beat Max, how good he looked. He looked unbelievable. <clears throat> Goddamn thing in my throat. He looked unbelievable against Max. Max is not an easy guy to beat. Max was coming forward in Volkanovski's movement his leg kicks his punches his defensiveness his cardio mixing everything up chopping the legs up Max had some success going to Southpaw but he didn't really know how to defend going Southpaw right Volkanovski after he made that after Max made the adjustment Volkanovski's making adjustments they're constantly making adjustments in the fight and Volkanovski is high high level and uh, I didn't give him enough credit. So I went back. I watched that fight. And I went back and watched the auto fight. Same thing. He was so smooth in the Aldo fight. The only fight where he looked not great really was the Mendez fight, which he got to finish in that fight because he got clipped early. Um, but that, I mean, that can happen to anybody. Mendez had, had tremendous power. But he looked really good in the auto fight as well. Auto's a tough dude. Really good boxing. Really good head movement. And, and Volcanasi just picked him apart and looked fantastic in that fight. Really shut all of Auto's game down and then the max fight max to me is the greatest featherweight of all time <clears throat> and he's calling for a rematch with max he wants to be the greatest greatest featherweight of all time which i like he initially said ah we'll see how it plays out we'll see there's a lot of guys at 145 green zombie but you know you start naming names no dude like max ran that division he took a lot of chances he jumped up to 55 lost to poirier he took on all newcomers or all comers not newcomers all comers right he deserves the fucking rematch, 100%. And I, I rarely say someone does a, deserves a rematch. I usually want them to, to go out and, and earn it. Max has earned it, right? The guy's beat everybody. He's looked fantastic doing it, and he's and he's taken all challenges. He hasn't ducked anybody. You know, all these claims of fighters ducking who and this and that, you know, it happens in every division, right? You know, Connor was ducking. Uh, who was he ducking at 145? Who was the guy he was ducking that everyone said? No, now, everyone's saying he's ducking Gaethje, right? And then you got Khabib. People are saying he's ducking Tony now that they're fighting because they pulled out so many times. Israel is ducking Yoel or maybe even Paulo. Uh, Cormier was always ducking Jones. Jones was always ducking heavyweight. Uh, you know, it's just, it, it goes on and on. You can't say that about Max. Right, you know, everyone's ducking. Camaro's uh, um, ducking. Askren. Now everyone, you know, it, it, it's always the narrative. Except Max. Max, you couldn't say he didn't duck anybody. So he deserves a rematch against Volkanovski. I'm very, very excited. I was just, I remember the fight very vividly, and I remember it again as I watched it, and I just was really blown away by how fucking good he looked. It was, uh, it was really impressive to see his high level. And I, I listened to him on Rogan, and he's not like. He's just an athlete. Like he's just he's just a dude. Like he's not like Israel, when Israel went on, Israel was very like he had like a weird deep thought and mind and every move had a move and he knew what your counter move was and he's very philosophical. <clears throat> how do you say that word? Philosophy <laughs> I can't I can't say that word. Uh but he was like very smart with it and, and like knew what his next move was and, and plan of attack and all that. Volkanovsky was like, yeah, you know, I go, I go and train. You know, I got that. that's a horrible 300 accident. You know, I can just do that. You know, but he was on Rogan. He was just like the most chill dude ever. And was like, yeah, I just, they just tell me what to do. And I do it. <clears throat> it's crazy. He was just your average bloke. <clears throat> your average bloke that became champion, but he looked so fucking good. Max looked really good in that fight too. It was a close fight. I had Volkanovski winning. I don't think there was any argument to be made from he, me, but um, he, he, looked, he looked fantastic. That really surprised me how good he looked. At going back. Same thing with Henry and, and Demetrius Johnson. That fight was so fucking high level. And Henry looked. That's the best Henry Cejudo ever looked. You have to look the best to beat the best. Yeah, Marais, he looked good, but Morais slowed down, right? He looked good against TJZ, He knocked him out in like 10 seconds, but you go back and you watch Henry Cejudo's the rest of his career, and I know he's got many more fights coming up, but the rest of his fucking career, that Demetrius Johnson, the second time they fought, that was one of the most high level performances you're ever going to see. He looked so fucking good in that fight. Crazy. All right. Uh, so now we got to talk about what we got to talk about. Chances of Khabib and Tony. Listen, Dana White has guaranteed this fight to happen. He said, All you guys, have you guys ever won doubted me in the past? Right? And I trust in Dana. And Dana, I trust. Dana's going to get this fight done. I just don't know if it's going to be April 18th. I'm putting it at 30% right now. Right? I'm not confident. 30% only because, well, not only, but Khabib flew to Russia. His team is now in Russia. They're out of California. Right? So he's finishing his camp in Russia, which is smart because I don't think Russia has a lockdown. Maybe they do. I don't think Khabib. I think Khabib can do whatever the fuck he wants. So that's good. There's rumors Russia's not infected. They close their borders. They don't have many people in that country that have coronavirus. <clears throat> does the UFC have enough pool or does Khabib have enough pool to get the fight in Russia? I think Tony would do it. I think Tony would be like, fuck yeah. And you know what? If you have fighters, fighters are chomping at the bit to fight, chomping at the bit. They need to get paid. They want to fight. They don't like this. No training shit, right? They'll go in there and they'll fight. I think if the UFC reaches out, I mean, you can keep the card that was in Brooklyn because that's those were the those guys signed contracts to fight in Brooklyn. But if you look at um, the roster fighters on Instagram, whatever, they're looking to fight. They want to fight. Martin Vittori's like, give me a fucking fight. I don't care who it is. Right? If Khabib and UFC has not a pool, if every fighter that's going on the card gets tested, gets temperatured, whatever, would they let them come fight in Russia? There's been talks about Abu Dhabi in the Middle East. I know the Middle East is kind of getting hit a little bit. Iran is is whatever. India is shutting down um, Abu Dhabi. Maybe there, there's one in there. They got that stadium. I don't think they tore that down yet. That's a, that's a good chance, right? I think, again, they'll roll out the red carpet as long as I think these fighters get tested. The media, the MMA media, what will go next? Before I skip this, I'm putting Khabib and Tony at 30%. I want it to happen more than life itself. I want this to happen so fucking bad. Give me coronavirus to make this happen, right? I don't care. Give me Corona as long as this fight happens. Don't I? I I just shouldn't say that. But uh, give me the. You know. You know what? No, because I'd give it to my family. I can't do that. But I want this fight to happen more than anything. Thirty percent is what I'm giving it now. Back to them in my media. Now I got in a little tiff when they when they with with some fucking dork on uh, Twitter. When they did the Brazil card. Um, now like Luke Thomas and all these other guys are they're running rampant with their takes and how irresponsible Cage Warriors is, and oh, all this shit. So Dana ripped the media. I couldn't find the quote, but there's a quote right here that Dana said it's on Bro Bible. Why don't why am I on Bro Bible? Ugh, get off this it was the first thing I clicked on. Here we go. BJPen.com. Nah, nah, I'm not gonna give him clicks. Reddit, MMA Junkie. Okay, MMA Junkie I like. Even though they're kind of part of the problem, I'm going to give. So Dana Rips, critics for UFC approach, whippiest people on earth, which I agree with them. Here's the reality. We'll be up and running before any other sport will, White said. Our sport's different. We have our own arena next door, the UFC Apex. We will fulfill every fight for every fighter this year, and we'll get this thing done. So that's commonness. Think about to go online and look at some of these people. And this isn't a knock. This is just a fact. The weakest, wimpiest people on earth cover the biggest, baddest sport on earth, White said. What do you expect them to say? What do you think they're going to say? I have over 350 employees who work for me. Multi-billion dollar companies are laying off all their employees right now. We haven't laid off one person at the UFC. And every fighter that fights for me will fight three times this year. Our schedule will go on. Everybody's going to get paid and we'll figure this out. We will be the first sport back on. And uh, fuck that shit. Everything will go on. So... And then here another quote. Listen, the media can talk as much as shit as they want. White right? said so they don't feed families, they don't take care of the fucking people, they don't have people that count on them, they don't have people to support. We're doing the right thing as far as medical testing goes and everything. They all—that's all we can fucking do. There's nothing new. We were doing this shit way before the coronavirus. We are taking care of people and making sure that everybody's healthy and every fighter that's with me on the road is getting much better medical attention than they were at home. If they're with me, you know what I mean. I told our whole roster, if you or your loved ones have any type of situation or anything going wrong, call me. I'll do everything in my power to make sure you're getting taken care of. So what Dana's talking about is the, the, the liberal MMA media, and there's a lot of fucking wimpy liberal babies in here. And I use the word liberal loosely because it's an insult, right? Uh, And if you are liberal, you don't get offended by that, whatever. You're a cuck. Let's say cuck, right? Because I've heard that word get thrown around too. So everyone was up in arms. that Kay's words went on. Everyone was up in arms that the fighters didn't get tested and they fought in Brazil. Well, they're bleeding all over each other. They got so. Guys, you can get coronavirus by coughing on each other. Who cares that they're bleeding on each other? If they when they're face to face the weigh-ins the day before, they could have got fucking coronavirus from that. When they shook hands, that's not the point. The point is they're the fight was gonna go on and fighters want the fight. Some fighters, you know, Josh Thompson's been on the other side. He's fighters call me, they're they're scared, they're this and that, blah, blah, blah. I don't know how true that is. It might be true. Josh Thompson has some some connects. However, USG had to shut down the cards because of the gathering of the 10. They couldn't do it at the apex. When it was the gathering of 50 or less, or 50 or no 50 or more. They could do it when they went down to 10, they couldn't do it. Um, Danny ripped the media because they're just constantly ripping him about how the fight shouldn't have gone on and this and that, blah, blah, blah. You got to be responsible, right? Testings that a limited. You know, people are, th- that you can't have it both ways. They're ripping Idris Elba, who got a test because he's rich and famous and he didn't have any symptoms. His wife got a test who's eat yourself, his wife. She didn't have any symptoms, but they got a test yet. People in Ohio, people in my neck of the woods, people in Cincinnati, they can't get a test even if they have severe symptoms because the tests are running low, but yet media wants all these fighters to get tested. Well, isn't that kind of like a privileged thing? Should they not do that? Right. And this whole stay at home thing. Yeah, that's true. Stay at home and everything. But if you're getting tested and you're flying private on a private plane, full of people who do not have the disease and you're going and fighting People who have beginning tested, then that's fine. Now UFC reportedly hasn't done any testing, which is which is different, whatever. But you don't want to waste a test on someone who doesn't have it, right? These guys are athletes, they want to fight. No one's forcing them to fight. I guarantee you, if anybody in Brazil called any of the UFC up and was like, hey, I'm too nervous to fight, I don't want to fight. It's a scary time. Everyone's scared. These are fighters, right? But no one did that. Everyone's like, I want to get paid. I want to fight. I want to put on the fucking, I want to put on a show. So I'm happy that he kind of ripped the media a little bit because I ripped the media all the time. I think there's some of these fucking journalists out there are the biggest bitches on the earth. And this is what the media does. They need, they need a narrative. So they want to spin shit. And it's not spinning. They want to be on the side of outrage, right? It's weirdly weird that all media members are all on the same side. Typically, right? In politics, you got one website saying the other, you got the other saying the other. Most MMA media <clears throat> journalists luke thomas eril hawani aaron bronston bronster whoever whatever you say his name um kevin Ioli, uh whoever they're all on the same fucking side of this they're like a little union team they're all against this right is it right or wrong no one's to say but if the fighters want to fight and they can make it work and get paid and support the family that's whatever you get health insurance you get all this you get money for your family and as long as you don't have the disease and you make sure other people are the virus, I keep saying disease, make sure another fighter has the virus, then I think we're Gucci, right? I think we're Gucci. And I think Dana, you know, I mean, I don't agree with everything Dana says, right? But I think it's a little weird how people are throwing shots at them because they have nothing else to talk about, right? They just have nothing else to talk about. All right. Speaking about having nothing to talk about. <clears throat> i cleared my throat about a million times. Don't worry. I don't have Corona. I have just drainage in my throat. We've went way too long here. We're at 47 minutes. I thought this was gonna be a 20 minute podcast. When I really get going, I guess I really get going. Okay. So moving forward in the next few weeks, right? However long this lasts, I want to provide you at least a weekly, maybe bi-weekly podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We need to get those numbers up. Subscribe to the channel. We'll be putting more out more videos out on that as well mixing it up you can get a little more creative with the video my editing will get better so bear with me um but moving forward i think watching the old fights i think i was gonna pick five fights i was gonna do a youtube video of five fights you must watch when you're quarantined i think i'll do that with a podcast coinciding with that so one podcast for each fight and i have two already i'm still narrowing down the list and these aren't going to be dan henderson shogun one and two these are going to be kind of obscure ones ones that maybe you think about but maybe not really you know i'm gonna to try to keep my biases aside and and not pick all connor bj darren till fights or whatever but i have two written down that i feel like haven't been shown over the weekend they get talked about enough but i feel like you know maybe sitting down and watching again i think it'd be fun that'd be a fun little thing because we're trapped at home put on the podcast i'll tell you when the round starts we can watch it together you know, kind of, on um, on Fight Pass or ESPN Plus, whatever you got. Uh, more YouTube videos are coming out. Like I said, I, I have that blog that I'm gonna edit. Um, please, please comment how fat I am in the comments. I, that would, <laughs> you can comment whatever you want. I don't care. But uh, that's gonna come. That's like a little fun little thing I'm gonna do. Um, I'm gonna do like a little training video. I was gonna do in the garage today, but I'm gonna wait for the thing I ordered tomorrow to do that. Um, I have some other ideas, some top fives. I'm going to do a lot of top fives. I just want to, I don't want to overload the YouTube platform of top fives gets a little redundant, but that's kind of, my thing. top fives, I don't do top tens or any of that shit, top fives. And, uh, we'll move from there. And then, uh, if you have any ideas of what you want me to do, I know Devin wants to do one where we shoot the shit, might pop a Devin one in there. Once I get back on my feet, once I get my mind around it, uh, we'll get Devin in here and, w- and we'll do one. Uh, but if you guys have any ideas, any of you listeners, Fire a DM, shoot me uh, a message, tweet, fucking D uh, Instagram, I don't whatever. Get out, you can get a hold of me. My email: MMA Takes Podcast at gmail.com. Email me. Uh, any ideas of what you want me to do moving forward? That's legal and that uh, won't get me shut down. I'll, I'll happy to do it. I, I, I want to hear from you guys of what you guys want to listen to. Trying to provide entertainment. Sorry, we're not corona too long. Um, sorry about all my complaints, but see, yeah, you know, it's just this is my life. I'm just a complaining guy. I have a million more. I almost yelled at someone at Walgreens yesterday, you know, but you know, I'm 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 you know, I'm trying to practice the rules and other fucking people aren't, is what the point is. Okay. So that's it. That's the show. Ran long. Uh you know, I don't know if I want to get off right now. I'm going to maybe keep talking to you guys. Keep boring to death with my stories. No, um, listen. We need MMA back in the lives. We need sports. We need it as a country. We need to get healthy. Like I said, within the next two weeks, numbers are going to skyrocket. Probably, um, listen. That's a. It is what it is. This virus is taking over the world. It's a shame. It's terrible. It's if there was a magic cure, we all would be taking it or doing it or whatever. A lot of conspiracies out there. I'm not buying into any of them. But um, we need to take care of ourselves. But with that being said, also on a selfish side. We also need to have sports back, not just not just MMA, even though MMA, I'm listening to Dana and Dana. I trust I'm going to trust Dana to say we're going to be the first ones back. And I say we I'm part of this. I'm, I'm fucking part of this. I'm going down with the ship, guys. This shit's ingrained in my blood. I was thinking about getting a tattoo MMA related just because I of boredom. Like, what should I get? I have tattoos. I have three I was going to get one of my daughter, but I think we're going to have another, another kid, uh, relatively soon. So then uh, we're well, not soon. She's not pregnant, but we're going to be trying soon. So I was going to uh, wait to get both together because I don't want to have one and not have the other. And the other one grow up and be like, well, you don't love me as much. Um, so I was going to wait to get together, but I was sitting there thinking like, man, what, what tattoo MRA lead tattoo what can I get? You know what I mean? And I don't know what, what there is. I don't know. It's, it's dorky. That's where my brain goes. Like, I want to be like, I'm in this shit. I live this shit. I love MMA. You know? And it's like, back in the day, you could just wear a tap out shirt and everything would be fine. Now, I'm like, I want to take a step forward. I want to get a fucking tattoo. Maybe I'll just get damaged. Darren Elkin's horrible fucking shitty tattoo on my chest. Maybe I'll do one of those. My wife would divorce me if I did that, but won't we'll do that. But uh, yeah, that's it. That's the show. I'm going to keep rambling. I, I don't want to do that. Um, listen. Keep, keep keeping on, keep it on. Keep with me. Stay safe. Uh, YouTube channel's up there. Everybody Takes Podcast on IG, Instagram, and Twitter. Everybody Takes Podcast on YouTube. Plugged it, plugged it, plugged it, plug, 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 plug. That's all I got A note on my computer right here. It says plug, 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 plug. Um, thanks for listening, guys. I'll talk to you. Stay safe. Woo! Hey, pal, do me a favor. Get her down off there. What do you say? I said, let her down. Come on. Come on, motherfucker. Escort this gentleman to the door. Come on. Do you see that shit? That yeah. I thought it was. Who is that guy? He's good. He's real good. The name is Dolph.